We will go ahead and get started with today's Verizon IndyCar Series post-practice press conference. Following Fast Friday, we are joined now by Robert Wickens, driver of the number six Lucas Oil SPM Honda for Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports, who finished second fastest in today's Fast Friday practice session. Robert, a, a new day here at the track. The weather cooperated for the most part, but how did you feel with, with the boost coming into today, and, and how did the car feel? Well, first off, I feel like I don't... Uh I don't fully deserve to be here, you know, I mean, it, you know, Fast Fridays for qualifying and, and all that stuff, but um, my very first lap of the day, two people came out of the pits in front of me and it, I just got like this insane toe that got me to where I am. So, you know, honestly, we, we have a lot of work to do. We're, I think we're okay by ourselves here on Fast Friday, but uh, we're definitely, in my opinion, on the outskirts of the Fast Nine, which is my goal for tomorrow. But uh, I think we're just there. I think Noto, we ended up 10th today. But, uh, you know, everyone on the Lucas Oil Car, Schmidt-Peterson Motorsports as a whole, I think we're doing a very good job this weekend. Um, you know, it's not easy adding cars on onto your team for one race, and I think we've uh, brought them in fairly seamlessly. And I think in the engineering meetings, everything has been uh, very productive. And But, uh, yeah, I mean, first Fast Friday in my IndyCar career, it was... Uh, it was interesting. I mean, it was pretty crazy at the beginning because everyone thought it was going to rain like around lunch, um, and then it just didn't. So the afternoon was very relaxed because we went through, I think, like three sets of tires in the first hour, and we only kind of accounted for five for the whole day. So after that, we just relaxed in the afternoon, kind of did some calculated changes, um, some tests that unfortunately didn't find us speed, but at least it gave us direction on uh, where we have to go for tomorrow. Not only from the performance of the car, but your expectations in terms of the experience of your first qualifying weekend for the Indy 500? Yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, the, the fact that like all week, not like excluding Fast Friday, because you think like, oh, it's Friday, people might take a day off work. But, you know, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there's the amount of fans that come out here. I was thinking the other day, I'm like, how are, these, how are they here? Like, don't they have jobs? Like, but, uh, no, honestly, it's amazing the uh, the the fans and how passionate they are of, of this facility. And as a driver, it just kind of makes it extra special that you you know you you go to engineering meeting and all you hear is people kind of yelling your name and stuff like that. And for me, being a new person in IndyCar, it's just uh, it's nice to to get recognized. So no, it's, so far it's been uh, it's been very good. It's been it's been very kind to me so far, but. Uh, We've only been practicing so far, so we need to get the job done when it counts and hopefully put ourselves in a good spot to, uh, to run in cleaner air in the race. And then specifically regarding this upcoming weekend, the, the format of it, the procedure, sort of the, the drama that comes with uh, a, a field where you have cars that aren't going to make the field, what are your thoughts heading into something like that? I mean, to be honest, it's, it's been something that never even crossed my mind. I mean... Um, I've always been a big believer that don't stress over things you can't control and just kind of work on your own program and do the best job that you can. And I have 100% confidence in, in my team that we were never going to be at risk of, of being in the, the bump area. But, uh, you know, anything can happen in motorsports. I know that for sure. But, um, you know, I mean, as long as we just do a, a level job, I think we, we should be fine. So far today and the whole week, we've shown that we've been quick enough to kind of not be in a danger zone. But, um, you know, if you make one wrong turn on setup or whatever, you can very easily be down there. So 
we, uh, we just need to work hard overnight because we need to find some more speed. We have to assume everyone else is going to find more speed. But, uh, yeah, I think right now we're, we're in okay shape. I mean, we're not setting the world on fire, but we're, we're doing a pretty good job. Absolutely. Questions for Robert? Yes, Bruce. How have you been able to manage just everything that comes with this event? And I got a follow up. How have I been able to manage everything? I mean, it, uh, it's actually kind of nice. It's my first race staying in a bus. So that's kind of cool. I have my dog with me. So whenever we have like half an hour downtime, I'm like running back to the bus to play with my dog and take him out for a pee and stuff. So that's been, uh, that's been new. But uh, no, honestly, it's, it's just the, the team. You know, I, I have such a good team around me that they're kind of preparing me for everything. And every, every new scenario I've, I've jumped into, I've, I've felt ready. I've felt comfortable. I've never felt out of a comfort zone, you know, I think the rookie orientation stuff was, was interesting, and then I was able to do the manufacturer test the following day. But when we got here, my first lap on track, I, I was just confident and went flat. So it's just been, it's been a good day, but I've been fortunate to have a, a pretty good car underneath me because I think uh, once the driver loses some confidence, it can go downhill pretty quickly. And then looking at the no-toe speeds, it appears that all the Penske's have a pretty good edge. Do you expect they're going to be the ones that lock in on the front row? Well, I mean, I think results don't lie, right? So they definitely did a very good job today. I think they're top three no-toes. Um, but, you know, there's, there's some Hondas in there. There's the Carpenter team that are good with all three of their drivers. TK jumped in there at the end when the, the track actually wasn't that good, in my opinion. So, I mean, honestly, I think Tony could be a sleeper. I think he could, he could challenge for something because when he did his time, I don't know if there was even anyone running near the 228s, really. So, um, no, I mean, I think, like I said earlier, we have a lot of work to do. But, uh, you know, tomorrow's the time to show it. How did the car feel compared with yesterday when you had 10 less KPA in boost? to today honestly it it yeah it, it feels it feels better just because it's more power i mean it's it's the funniest thing actually because you're you're driving at such crazy speeds here around around the speedway but then uh because they actually reduce the boost for the ovals when you leave the pits you feel like something's wrong especially like coming from the ndgp and then the next day um being kind of an oval trim with with the with the engine program that we have for the ovals um, so running the, the 140 kind of felt a little more racy and a little more normal. But once you're on track, I mean, I think the difference between doing a, a 220 and a 226, in, in my mind, it's not that different, you know, because from a driver, I mean, it sounds, maybe I'm being naive, but I just stay full throttle and the lap time's there. So it, uh, no, but I think obviously from an engineering point, it's very different. Ride heights have to change, your aero levels change, and there's a lot of things you have to do because you're going faster. So, but uh, from my point of view, the team's made all the right adjustments because I've jumped in and didn't have any issues. Any other questions for Robert? Thank you very much. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. We'll continue with our press conference, joined now by Marco Andretti, driver of the number 98 U.S. Concrete Curb Honda for Andretti Herto Autosport with Curb Agajanian. 
fastest today here on Fast Friday, the winner of the Harding Group Fastest Lap Award. Congratulations. Thank you. How's your car feeling throughout these practice days, and what are you expecting heading into tomorrow? Um, we've been feeling pretty good, actually. Um, you know, pretty good in traffic, which obviously the tow time shows that, and uh, the car's close in race trim. You know, I don't know how much, much better we can get it. Um, but uh, qual trim alone, I'm not, not pleased with the car speed right now. I think we're right on the bubble of the top nine, to be honest. Um, and I think it's going to take uh, us to nail it to get it in. You know, as with probably five or six other guys, we're going to be right there with them. And I think it's going to be all about the third and fourth lap. Um, and we're just going to have to nail it and do everything right to get it in. Um, hopefully we can. What kind of, of different experiences is this particular event for you, knowing that you have almost double the amount of teammates you normally have and, and a lot more information and data to work through? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you know, we have four all year round, so with the addition of the other two, it's uh, the meetings are long. Let's put it that way. But um, I think, you know, even with the, the addition of, of Zach, you know, and Steph, they, they already have a lot to bring to the table. So I've been really focused on the 98 side and uh, – um, just really working on what we need, but uh, you know, still, you know, they still have a lot to offer. So it's been fun to work with all of them. I guess I shouldn't say double my math. I'm an English major. Don't blame uh, me. A third, I guess. A third. That's right. Tony. Uh, hi, Marco. How tough do you think, or how much of a gamble do you think timing and and weather will be when you're in line tomorrow? Like, say, if you catch a cloud the wrong way, how much does where you're at in the draw make a difference? I think, yeah, early is going to be good. I mean, it's always faster in the morning. It, it kind of, today, there, it took a dip in the middle of the afternoon for sure. So, yeah, I think early draw will be good. you got to nail it on the first one, especially with, I don't know, if there, I think there's weather tomorrow. So, uh, at best, one attempt tomorrow. So, I think we're just, like I said earlier, we're just going to have to, you know, play whatever hand we're dealt and ring it out. I'm wondering, uh, talking to a few drivers, some say don't overthink this place. Tony sat up here yesterday and said this place plays mind games with you. Others say it's so important to win this race or the career's not fulfilled. How has your perspective on this race, your no-nonsense perspective, changed on this place? Well, obviously, it's, it is very important to win the race, but um, the month is a roller coaster. If there's one thing I've learned in my 13 years here, um, you just have to be prepared for the roller coaster. I mean, you look at Graham, he's number one yesterday, he's, he's struggling today. I could be struggling tomorrow, that's the way it works, you know, and uh, we just need to maximize every time out there, take it corner by corner, and hopefully make the right decisions at the right time. And, you know, this place, it always helps to, to catch the circumstances right as well. So uh, not only in qualifying, but over the course of the 500 miles, it picks the winner, right? So, um, you know, we, we seem to have enough speed to play, so we just need the rest to work out. Steve? You mentioned qualifying is going to come down to, you know, third and fourth laps. Is it harder with the new aero kit to keep your tires underneath you for the entire qualifying run? Um, I, don't think, I don't think it's a ton different. Um, it's different, but I don't think it's it's it, it's never easy, right? So it's just a little bit different. Um, I I have a better feel for for the car this year for me, and I struggled with that last aero kit. Um, it's not an excuse; it's just I did, you know. And uh, I I have a good feel for for this one so far, um, but 
no, I mean, every time you qualify at Indy, it's, you know, lap three and lap four. Like, you feel like you're done, and they're, like, halfway. It's like, oh, geez, another eight turns ago. So um, it's always always tough around here, especially with the new format where we can go numerous times, right? So, uh, you know, like I said, hopefully things work out to where um, weather-wise and circumstances puts us in the top nine. That'd be cool. Bruce? You seem to be in better spirits this week than your father. He seems to be a little concerned about how the car will react, not only in qualifying, but in the race. Have you had to kind of cheer him up a little bit this week? No, that's not my job. I'm just focused on trying to be quickest every time out, and uh, I'll smile when I'm quickest every time out. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. Other questions for Marco? No. Marco, thank you very much. All right, thanks, guys.